Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. If you love home decor and design, you'll love Hunker, an online publication that brings you tips, trends, and product ideas for your home. From the practical to the inspirational, Hunker's mission is to inspire you to create a space that expresses who you are, shows off your unique style, and makes your life happier and more productive. Head over to Hunker.com to learn more or visit us on all social platforms at Hunker Home. In feng shui, there are a lot of traditions associated with the new year, setting intentions, welcoming wealth and abundance. It's time to clean and declutter. But the big key here is you don't want to do it on New Year's Day because that's when all the good luck is going to come to your doorstep. Welcome to Being Home with Hunker, a podcast where we explore the idea of home, not just as a place where you live, but as an expression of your identity. I'm your host, Lori Gunning Grossman, Editorial Director at Hunker. Today on the show, we have Christina Hollinger, a feng shui expert and author. In this episode, Christina shares ideas on how to use feng shui and ancient Chinese art and philosophy as a way to attract abundance in every area of your life, including your career, relationships, health, and wealth. Ten years ago, Christina first started using feng shui after wanting to spruce up her apartment. And after decorating and arranging furniture in her space using feng shui adjustments, she says the months after that were a whirlwind of where she found out she and her husband were expecting their first baby, her husband's career advanced, and she started to feel more fulfilled in her day-to-day life. So what did she do? She got certified as a feng shui consultant at the Feng Shui School of Chicago. In our conversation, we talk about the top three spaces she recommends people focus on when beginning feng shui. She talks about how 2022 is a year of the tiger and what that means for us. Plus, she has a really easy feng shui cure everyone can do at home to attract abundance into our lives. As she says, it's her intention to teach you about the magic of feng shui so that you too can design the life you deserve. So let's welcome our guest, Christina Hollinger. So for some people listening, I'm imagining that they've heard of feng shui, but they might not know what feng shui is and how it works. So how do you describe feng shui and how it works? 
feng shui essentially is how you work with the energy of your home, but I don't want to overcomplicate it. In my opinion, it's very simple. I'm a Libra, so I love a beautiful home. I love beautiful surroundings. So I ultimately started feng shui because I wanted my home to look really aesthetically pleasing and also look balanced. And feng shui will do that for you. It'll, it'll make your home look good and then feel good as well. So what I mean by that is I work with a tool called the feng shui bagua map. And there's lots of different schools of feng shui. The feng shui that I teach is a contemporary feng shui in a way because it's very user friendly. It's based on where the front door of your home is. And when you know where your front door is, you can locate your wealth area and your relationship area, for example. And certain shapes are going to activate different areas of your home. So you can get really creative with how you decorate your home, with the shapes you choose. And then the energy you shift it and things in your life change. And I have to quote my teacher, Lori Polly. She says, exterior movement creates interior shifts. Ooh. So you mentioned the Bagua, which is a map of the home? Yeah. So essentially, it's this nine square grid. And each area of your home correlates to a different area of your life. So I just kind of break it down after 10 years of doing this and and counting. I broke it down into like three simple steps that I think are like the most important in order to like really activate your life. Because, you know, we all want maybe shifts in our career. You know, come on, 2020, everyone had a pivot, right? So there's all these different (laughs) passion projects and people are rethinking their life purpose and what they want to be doing. So I would recommend, yeah, update your career area because there's a career gua. But you can also look at your fame and reputation area. And that area of your home represents how other people perceive you in the outside world. That is really important if you're getting ready for a job interview or you're starting up a new company or something like that. So it's important to take your time with it, but also like you could get really quick results if you just start to focus on one gua at a time and kind of build upon it. And is that what you suggest people do just one at a time and see how it feels or see what people manifest or how the energy feels? For listeners who are new to feng shui, there are some of the most important areas that will immediately bring in new opportunities and shift the energy of your home. So I would say the top three spaces would be, first of all, your front door, because that's considered the mouth of chi. That's where all the money and abundance and opportunities flow in. The next area you would want to focus on if you're new to feng shui would be your bedroom. Hmm. It's this like manifesting incubator, you know, like you're there for a third of your life sleeping. So it's considered to be a really important space to feel not only restful and rejuvenated, but like there's different ways that you can set your intentions in your bedroom for all areas of life. And then the third area, I would look at the kitchen as well, because Mm. the kitchen is the hub of abundance. And there's so many components of the kitchen, like the refrigerator and the stove, for example, that actually represent abundance, security, stability, and money coming in. By the way, This is a universal six-year numerology. So this is like the perfect year to start to do things to your home. This year, the energy is all about, you know, focusing on home, home updates, and just finding balance within your family and bringing harmony home. What does it mean by the sixth year? In what respect? 
In what timeline? So when I talk about the sixth year, that is according to numerology. It's a way that you add up the digits of 2022-2022 and it equals six. Okay. So we're either going to be in a year one through nine. And the way I can bring this back to feng shui is that I'm always very fascinated by feng shui numbers because every area of the Bagua map is represented by a different number. So the six energy in numerology is associated with the helpful people travel area when we talk about the Bagua map in feng shui. Mm. So the helpful people travel area is a super significant place because it actually represents your wealth in abundance. It's um, directly opposite the wealth gua. And it's a really special place to focus on if you want to bring in more opportunities in abundance. And the theory behind that is we need helpful people in our lives to network and to call them in. So you were talking about the Bagua and you were mentioning some areas that could be a good place to start. You mentioned the front door because that's the wealth area, wealth and career. Okay. So everyone wants to know where the wealth area is. Yes. We want abundance. Go. So if you envision the Bagua map, it's like this tic-tac-toe, right? It's a nine square grid of these even areas. And you would lay the Bagua map and the front door is always going to be at the base of the Bagua map. So the bottom of the Bagua starts either your front door might be in the front left area of your home, in which case you're entering in the wisdom and knowledge area. You might be entering your home in the front and center, and that would be considered the career area. Or if you are entering in the front right part of your home, that's the helpful people travel space, which again is very important for wealth as well. And when you step into your front door, whatever gua you're in does not matter. The far back left area, the furthest left area of your home is considered the wealth gua. And the furthest right area is considered the relationship. Hmm. And I really think it helps to identify. We consider those power positions in feng shui. If you can identify where your wealth area is in the far back left or your relationship in the far back right, it really helps you kind of orient and like figure out all the rest of the areas because, you know, there's uh, fame and reputation, health, family, children, creativity. So, yeah, that's kind of how you figure it out. And then the thing that kind of gets people, but it's kind of a really fun and really good thing to know, is you can like lay the Bagua map just on your bedroom. Like if this overwhelms you to fluctuate your whole house, you could just go to your bedroom. And when you walk into your bedroom, the far back left area of your room is the wealth. And the far back right area of your bedroom is the relationship. Okay. And so what do people do if there's like a bathroom in the relationship area or a closet (laughs) in the far left? (laughs) Well, very common, right? Because we're we're living in houses. We need those things. Um, So actually, a bathroom is not super inauspicious, so to speak, in the relationship area. It's actually not such a bad spot. But in general, bathrooms, we all have to have bathrooms, but they are draining energy Mm. for sure. But um, just really quick, some tips on bathrooms, because whatever area of life they're in, they're going to be draining. And they're really inauspicious if you have a bathroom in your helpful people travel, your wealth area, even like children creativity. Those are very draining areas. You don't want to drain the money 
or any of that. Mm. So how about three quick tips for the bathroom? Would you like those? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Let's do it. Okay. So, you know, like I said, it's mostly water energy in the bathroom because you've got, you know, the toilet, the sink, the bathtub, the shower. Water in feng shui represents money. So in order to keep the water from totally going down the drain and and draining or any of the energy, um, you want to add some wood, fire, or earth elements to the bathroom. And here's what I mean by that. Like color-wise, I know people are very particular about what kind of color schemes they like, so I'm not going to get super detailed about color. But shape-wise, this is where you can really get creative. You could represent the earth element with the shape of a square Hmm. or a horizontal rectangle. So you can actually hang a picture that's in square in orientation with that intention of earth soaking up the water energy. Yeah. You can integrate the wood element with a vertical rectangle because that represents the wood element thinking of a tree growing up or actual like wood decor, right? Or like shelving, you know, the floating shelves are kind of popular right now. That's like really good for a bathroom. And then also the fire element. So literally having a candle, whether it's lit or unlit is going to represent fire, but then the shape of a triangle is going to represent fire as well. So oh, okay. those three elements are going to help to sort of dampen that energy, that is actually the secret key ingredient to feng shui is as you make adjustments, thinking, oh, I was listening to Lori talking with Christina on her podcast. And I really thought like that was kind of a cool idea to try to feng shui my wealth area or my career area. And as you try to do things, just make sure like You are setting your intention for like, what is it that you anticipate and that you are looking to attract that's new? You know, what are you willing to release? My third step in feng shui is just to declutter and clean, you know, clean and declutter. But that's really the foundational piece of all of this is you're always going to want to be letting go of what no longer serves you and then replacing it with that new fresh intention. So I didn't mean to get off the bathroom topic and I said I'd give you three tips, but I feel like maybe the three tips could be integrating those three elements and, you know. It's great. I would love to know because I feel like this is such a thing for people. If you have any tips about the wealth and abundance area. Well, yes, there's so many. Yeah, I'm sure there are so many, but Mm -hmm. maybe just like a couple little takeaways to get someone started. If you want to locate your wealth area, you could just literally start with adding some fresh plants and adding especially bamboo in the wealth area that's going to represent wealth. But if it's not really your style, just adding some fresh flowers or plants is going to activate that space and bring in the energy. I buy myself fresh flowers every single week and it's not a huge investment, but there's something about having those fresh flowers in my kitchen, which again represents that abundance. There's something about having that, that um, subconsciously is going to do something to really make you feel much more abundant and more secure. Yeah. It's a simple thing, but when you do it with intention, it's going to make a difference. Do you change out your water like every day? Oh, no, but maybe I should. But certainly if it's getting cloudy, you should definitely do that, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll give one last wealth tip because this is a tip that's super easy, but it's just like this traditional thing that I think if your listeners try this, 
it's gonna feel different than just putting out flowers. So essentially, this is just called the Red Arrow Cure. You really can't mess it up. It is as simple as it sounds. You get nine quarters or nine silver dollars as long as it's just the same coin. So nine quarters is probably the most common. And then you place them in the shape of an arrow going into your home near your front door. It's not on the outside of your door, it's actually on the inside of your door. And you would put a mat over that and just seal your intention. And I just, I've shared this with, it's a very common feng shui cure that I share, but I feel like it's a really impactful one and you just leave it there. And I've just gotten so many stories about people being like, wow, I got more of a bonus than I expected this year, like within days of doing this, or just like these really fun stories about people getting job interviews for jobs that they had been waiting to hear back for months. And then once they did the red arrow cure, they finally got the call back. I love this tip. It's very cool. And why not do it? Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. This episode is brought to you in part by Purina. Purina is dedicated to creating richer lives for pets and the people who love them. From helping older pets think like their younger selves to making cat ownership a possibility for more people than ever. Purina is helping pets thrive so they can live long, healthy, and happy lives. Purina has you covered for all your furry friends' needs, whether they meow or bark. From litter to treats to their best-in-class, nutrient-packed food with taste your pets will love. Purina's got your back at every stage of your pet's life. Your pet gives you the joy of the spring sunshine all year round. So today and every day, care for your pet with Purina. Your pet is Purina's passion. To learn more, head to Amazon.com backslash Purina. I'm wondering, because it's the new year, 2022, we're in it now, and I'm wondering if you're hearing people wanting to do more of space clearing Is that something that a lot of people do like at the beginning of the year or is it just something that people are doing at any time of the year when they have that feeling? In feng shui, there are actually a lot of traditions associated with the new year, setting intentions, welcoming wealth and abundance. It's mostly an auspicious time to clean and declutter. That's a form of space clearing, right? Yeah. Without actually doing the sage and everything. But the big key here is you don't want to do it on New Year's Day because it's believed that that's when all the good luck is going to come to your doorstep. Okay. So wait, what if people did space clearing on New Year's Day? Is there like a way to... (laughs) Undo that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Retroactively... 
make it better? Well, you're in luck because the Lunar New Year isn't until February 1st. So you've hopefully heard it before then. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's it's kind of like this this interesting dynamic. Like I love celebrating New Year's Eve, December 31st, and January yeah. 1st is New Year's Day when the calendar turns. But the Lunar New Year is actually that feng shui New Year. And it always correlates with like a new moon. Don't know all the details on that. But this year, it's it's a different date every year. It falls between January and February. And this year, New Year's Eve for the Lunar New Year is January 31st. <laughs> okay, so January 31st, February 1st, do not clean your house, anybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that's good news. Right? And 2022 is the year of the water tiger. Yes. What does this mean for people, for the collective and bringing it into the home. What does this mean at all? No, I love (laughs) this. There's a whole lot I could say about this, but the cool thing about the fact that we're going into a water energy is that it's a totally new element. Um, So in feng shui, there's five elements. And if you are in a zero or a one year, you're in a metal element year. Mm. So 2020 and 2021 were metal element years. So the quality of a metal element year is going to feel very different than going into the 2022 water tiger year. Mm. Metal was very much thinking about like, if you think about a skyscraper or structures, it was all about building a foundation. The shape of a circle represents metal. So think about a wheel. It's always spinning, always turning super hardworking. We were also in the years of the year of the rat and the ox. Those are the first two zodiac signs out of the 12 Chinese zodiacs. So you're, it's like a new beginning. Mm. And I mean, in 2020, it really was a new beginning for us. I mean, as a collective, because so many people had to pivot and it was like this abrupt new beginning, maybe forced. So now we're going into the year of the water tiger and that water energy the way it's going to feel different is that you're actually going to start to feel more flow in hopefully the hard work that you've put in the past two years is really going to start to, in a sense, pay off. Because if you remember, I said water also represents money in feng shui. So literally the next two years could actually be bringing in the monetary rewards for all of your hard work, which people love to hear. But also you have to consider water is powerful in the sense that if there's too much water, that could be overwhelming. And if there's not enough, then of course, that's a huge issue too. So it's important to know that bringing it back home, finding balance and harmony within your home, activating the water element, but also kind of navigating to feel balance is going to be super important because water is emotion. Water is ebbing and flowing. So the more you can create a sanctuary at home in the next year or two, the more you're going to feel balanced and grounded and really be able to embrace the flow that is going to be coming your way in a good way, right? Yes, love that. Does this also mean that people should be bringing fountains into their homes or... (laughs) I don't know, fish tanks. I mean, yeah. <laughs> any literal water elements? Maya Angelou says everything in moderation, even moderation, yeah. right? Yeah, like, yeah. You just want to like, you know, water is great for the career area. The career area of your home is the only area that's directly influenced by the water element. Mm. And so, you know, a lot of times you'll see if someone practices feng shui, they'll have that fish tank there or fountain. 
I don't want to give too much advice on water elements because I think that it's very particular and it's a case by case basis. Yeah. Okay. But this feels like what I'm hearing. It's an auspicious year for people being that it's the year of the water tiger and a water element. So, I mean, no year is ever going to be perfect. But what I can say is that last year was the year of the ox. And when you think of the ox energy and the um, qualities of the ox, it's like slow and steady wins the race, right? It's always kind of this forward motion, always persevering, always working really hard, but never fast. Last year was not about quick results, but now we're moving into a year of the tiger. And so the tiger, I mean, geez, yeah, he's super fast, right? He's quick and gorgeous as well, right? So (laughs) what I have to say about that, but then tigers also do need their rest. So think that the mantra for 2022 is going to be that you're just going to be, um, have a need for speed with intervals of rest. And I really do believe that anybody who backs up what they're trying to do with service and love, Mm -hmm. they will be rewarded. Tigers, like famous tigers are like Leonardo DiCaprio, Bill Murray, um, John Candy, just like those kinds of creative characters that love the spotlight. And I just think this is a year to shine. Like this is the year of the tiger. You can, you know, show up, be seen. I don't know. I just think it's going to be really quick pace. And so the only tip I would have for people is you were so used to working really hard and like slow and steady. And then all of a sudden these things are going to manifest really quickly. So just remember to stay grounded, take a deep breath and look both ways before you cross. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. Why not be open to the magic of it is what I think, especially with our homes and how we are spending so much time in our homes these days, too. And I'm seeing feng shui as a way to reinforce our space and to surround us with the energy that feels best to us and to also manifest our dreams at home. Why not? Right. Yeah. Right. What has using feng shui in your own home surprised you? There's so much out of our control right now just going on, not only within our country, but within the world. Yeah. And I think that's why feng shui is so powerful is because you do have control over what happens in your own home. And I think that's really where the magic lies. It's like if you can't control everything else outside of your house, like start at home and then see how it works for you. And as far as, you know, what has surprised me in my own life, okay, I'll give a concrete specific example. I am sitting in my home office right now, which is actually the wealth area of my home. And right before the pandemic, I mean, literally, I guess it was like March 2020 is when the shutdown happened. And at which point, right before that, I had met with an interior designer about updating our wealth area our home office where my husband works, because I just was like, he's working here all the time. It's our wealth area. Let's freshen it up. And essentially, we got rid of an old couch. We actually got rid of everything. We decluttered the entire office, updated it with our intentions. And when I say with our intentions, like I write things on the wall before we paint and all of that. Within six months, not only did the pandemic happen and we ended up using this space more than ever, so it was such a blessing, but within six months, my husband was promoted and, and got a new job. So that was pretty significant. Oh, I love that. 
I also love your tip that you just put out there that you wrote your intentions on the wall before you painted it. Oh, yeah. We have writing all over our house. And so your home becomes like this energetic vibrating. It's invisible, but like your home, your walls of your house can hold your dreams and aspirations. So since we're in the wealth area and it's activated by the number four, I just doubled that and wrote eight intentions for what I wish to attract, what abundance and wealth means to me. I encouraged my husband to do the same thing. Um, And we even did it in other spaces of our house because throughout the years we've painted almost every room. So it's just kind of a it's a very simple thing that you can do. And I really do get into this. When If you get the free Feng Shui 101 guide from my website, christinahollinger.com, or even if you just find me on Instagram, you can find it that way as well. I kind of guide you through like this really simple thing that you can take a piece of paper. Let's say you're in the wealth area and it's activated by the wood element. You could just take a piece of rectangular paper that's vertical And you could write eight intentions for the abundance that you wish to attract into your life. In fact, I'm going to reference my book, (laughs) Teaching from the Heart with Feng Shui. I have this, um, I call it an affirmation bag map, but I give like examples of affirmations or intentions that you might say to attract different things. Because the key with writing your intentions is that you write them as if they're already happening And you write them in like the present tense. So examples for some wealth might be, I am grateful for infinite resources available to me. The universe provides everything I need in creative ways. Or I am grateful for my career and I love what I do. There are abundant opportunities to grow in this profession. Or I make an abundant living, making lots of money, doing what I love. Again, if it feels good, then write it, right? And write it as if it's already happening. And, um, you know, no dreams too big. I think that's the biggest thing with feng shui is I think so many people are just literally so scared to even write down a dream that feels too big. And my message for you is that it's safe to dream. It's safe to dream big. And if you can't even do it within the walls of your own home, sitting by yourself with a pen and a paper, then when are you going to do it, right? So go ahead. You only live once. Sit down, write it down, do it. So with that in particular thing, you don't have to always hang it. But if you were to take that piece of paper, what you could do is you could write eight intentions for what you wish to attract and put it behind a picture so no one else sees it. And it's just energetically there. Ah. I love that. Words to live by. That's so cool. (laughs) To wrap this up, what does being home mean to you? Okay, so (laughs) my husband and I, one of our top songs, uh, especially when we got married in 2012, was Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, Home is Wherever I'm With You. So I feel like home, (laughs) and it sounds cliche, because like home is where the heart is. I think any space like anywhere is a home, like you can make any space a home. And one time we went through this really rough patch where we sold our house, put an offer on a brand new home. And within the same week, my husband lost his job. (laughs) And it was the first time he had ever lost his job. So what we actually ended up doing is we had a sort of, and at the time I was practicing feng shui, believe it or not, We ended up selling our house, even though my husband lost his job, moving into an apartment for temporary living until we could figure it out, till he could get a new job and we could get a new house. 
And I feng shuied that apartment, you know, and we made sure he had a home office. It was a two bedroom apartment. My daughter was three years old at the time. She wanted to sleep with us anyway. So she slept on the sleeping bag in our bedroom. In the other room, my husband had his home office. I feng shuied it. So he was sitting in the power position for all of his interviews, all the things. And, you know, within three months, we were out of that apartment in our dream home. And he had gotten a new job that was even better with better benefits. So my point, though, you asked me what home is. It didn't matter that we were, you know, living in this apartment in between houses, whatever. Like we made it feel like home. I will make a hotel room feel like home if we're even there just for a night. Right. So I think home is, of course, who you're with the people you're with, but I think you can also just add little elements of meaningful things that that work for you. So for me, I'm holding these crystals right now. So I'll put some crystals in my apartment or in my hotel room or whatever for the night to make it feel like home. So it's who you're with and just little pieces of yourself. Well, Christina, you have gotten me very excited and I'm going to do some things in my own home. I've done things in the past, but I'm seeing it's time to do a little refresh. So I thank you so much for your wisdom and your guidance. (laughs) And thank you again for talking with me. Thanks, Lori. Thank you, Christina. To learn more about Christina, go say hi to her on Instagram at Christina.Hollinger or head over to her website, ChristinaHollinger.com. That's Christina with a K. There, you'll learn more about the workshops and courses she offers, her book called Teaching from the Heart with Feng Shui, and you can get her free Feng Shui 101 guide. Be sure to visit our show notes for direct links to where you can discover everything that's going on with Christina Hollinger. You've been listening to Being Home with Hunker. For more information about this episode or others, visit hunker.com forward slash podcast. And if you don't already, please follow our show. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review and share it with your friends. It really does help. Being Home with Hunker is produced by me, Lori Gunning Grossman, executive produced by Eve Epstein. The podcast is recorded and mixed at Night Shift Audio, theme music by Jonathan Grossman. Special thanks to our team at Hunker, senior designer, Maury Men, and director of audience development, Gina Goff. Hunker's mission is to inspire and empower you to create a space that expresses who you are, shows off your unique style, and makes your life happier and more productive.